Welcome to Camera Shake Podcast, episode 99, the podcast where we talk about photography, video, and anything that's got anything to do with any of that. Um, so it's episode 99, we're only one away from 100, almost made it. Um, and today we've got a whole bunch of really exciting news. Yes. Yes. First of all, though, <laughs> would you like to talk about my beaver town? <laughs> I'd love to talk about your beaver <laughs> town. My beaver town. <laughs> yeah, for those of you who are joining us on audio, that is one of the most bizarre beer glasses I've ever seen. It's the best. Is it's that awesome. is beaver? Is that like a type of beer? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a brewery. Oh right, okay, cool. It's like Budweiser. Ooh, okay. But why? Do you remember those commercials? But why, sir? Yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Yeah. <laughs> Wicked. Um, all right, so we do have some really good news uh, because we have just launched a brand new Camera Shake community group on Facebook. Couldn't even give us a drum roll, could you? Drum roll. <laughs> Played it in post, obviously. <laughs> Big round of applause, also in post. Any other sounds <laughs> you want to mention? Well, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's a it's a group uh, on on the Facebook. Uh, make sure you join it. Um, just search for Camera Shake Podcast or the Camera Shake Community. Join the group. It's um, it's really there to, you know, get people chatting about photography and you know sharing work and all of that goodness. It is goodness. It is. It's a lot of goodness. Yeah. yeah. So and we even just filmed an intro for it. Oh, we did. Yeah. Yeah. We did. So, um, yeah, come and join us there. It'd be fantastic. The current Facebook page that we have at the moment, we will keep that going for a little while, but eventually we are going to shut it down. So if you, yeah. um, you know, if you like that page, make sure you head over to the to the new group and, uh, and join us there because that's really where all the conversations are gonna gonna be happening. Um, so that's that's one bit of news, and we're finally after nearly two years of doing this, two bits of news. Yeah, two bits of news. And then we're ending, right? That's it. <laughs> in the in the two bits of news in the social media sphere, that's unheard of for us. Um, so after nearly two years, we have finally, I can't bring myself to say it, joined the TikTok. So come and find us on TikTok That's the as well. first time you said that right. I know. I keep saying TikTok. I don't know. <laughs> it's showing my age. Anyway, we are on the TikTok and uh, yeah, come and see us there. Uh, that'd be super phenomenal as well. Are you on the TikTok? I believe it's on that interwebs thing. <laughs> oh, well, I went to TikTok right off facepalm. Do you have the, yeah, exactly. Do you have the, are you on the Facebook? <laughs> the Facebook on the interwebs, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, join us on, uh, join us on TikTok. Uh, search for Camera Shake Podcast and uh, on, on the Facebook group. And that's where things are going to be happening henceforth. And? No, I was, you, you didn't get where I was going with that, did you? Nope. Nope. <laughs> no. Anyway, so um, that's, oh, we have three bits of news, actually. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Just, just stop. Ah. Just stop. <laughs> so um, we we talked about it last week, and we did a um, a talk where um, where I did a live shoot and a and a live edit, uh, and I was talking mm -hmm. about the three ads in a row project mm -hmm. um, that I've been doing for the last few years, uh, and the whole we filmed the whole thing, so we filmed the whole live shoot and and the live edit as well, and that's that's now um, available on our YouTube channel as well. So if you are interested in learning about how I put the live shoot together and uh, and how I edit the whole thing, then uh, you head over to youtube.com uh, forward slash camera shake and just have a look at the behind the scenes um, playlist where you'll find that. So I hope you enjoy that. Um, let us know what you think. 
And you know, if uh, if, if you've got any questions, you know, leave some leave some comments. We're happy to answer those. But that should give you a really pretty good insight in uh, in the whole process, really from from the shoot to the final product through yeah, the editing, production, everything. So, and if you need anything, perhaps even more in depth, um, head back to the episode with. Um, we did, where we did a shootout with Ivan Weiss. Yeah, it's episode 47. Episode, oh God, my memory. I know. Um, and so, very similar um, yeah. sort of uh, techniques are discussed. In that yeah, one. so in, in that episode, episode 47, uh, that's a really good example, actually. We were talking about, um, we, well, we were, sh- we were showing the editing process, mm-hmm. I think, in that one as well. That's right, yeah. Um, so, but what we've done now is, uh, with the Three Heads in a Row talk, we've, you basically have everything from the the whole shoot and the whole editing process in there yeah. as well. And again, if if you want us to do something more in detail or some similar stuff, then you know, let us know. Um, it was super fun putting that together, mm. and um, and we're happy to you know to do more of the same. So we set up a, a behind the scenes playlist because we are planning on doing lots more behind the scenes stuff uh, this this year. What would be great is if you watch that that BTS video of the three hits in a row um, talk is go and put some of that into practice. Um, head over to the, the community page on Facebook and let, let us see what you've done. Um, everyone will be interested and look forward to that. Yeah. And of course, you know, you can use the group to really talk directly to us as well um, mm. since we're going to be there, um, you know, checking it out pretty much all the time. So again, if you have any direct questions, just ask us there. Mm. Perfect. Um, it'd be great to see people actually trying out these techniques and maybe creating their own Absolutely. three ads in a row style images. Yep. In fact, somebody got got back to me on Instagram a little while ago, a couple of months ago, um, where um, she had taken that from the Ivan Weiss video mm-hmm. and uh, she'd basically created some imagery along the same lines. She put her own twist on it, so it wasn't like a straight Oops. copy or something, but the basic idea was the same. And it was, uh, yeah, it was actually, it was really really fun to see. Do you remember, remember what the twist was? Um, I think it was, um, I think she photographed, I think it must have been her son and her daughter or something. Okay. So, um, so it was, you know, stylistically, um, it was slightly different, but the whole idea of getting the impression, uh, the impressions, the expressions, um, you know, and shooting it in this, in a, you know, in a square format and basically yep. having them um, doing a, you know, a seated portrait um, at a table and and all that kind of stuff. So she's, you know, she's basically homaged hmm. the three heads in a row thing. And and this really, it was really really good. And you know, um, I love seeing people trying these things out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, if you're still listening, head over to the Facebook community page and share that image that you did absolutely. and anything else that you've done since in that style. Love to see it. Be fantastic. Cool. Um, so yeah, so there we are, three ads in a row. Um, you can follow the whole thing on YouTube. Um, and if you want to check out the three ads in a row um, account on Instagram, you know, just head over to at three heads in a row, literally three as in written out T-H-R-E-E, heads in a row. Um, you can find it there. Have a look. Let us know what you think. Um, it's always fun to put, you know, these projects together. Mm. Um, yeah, cool. Well, that's... The social media news. We are out of news. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> anyway, so um, what else been going on this week for you, John? <sighs> I can't even begin to describe how busy um, yeah. this this week's been. Uh, we've been doing s- some preparations, haven't we, um, for next week? Yeah, actually, 
that's taken a bit of time to consider. Yeah. And it's not actually quote unquote work work, but it's necessary to make sure that next week goes smoothly. So I think we mentioned it on last week's episode mm. that we are doing something um, in the next couple of weeks. So we're filming at the Royal Albert Hall. Um, how many singers were there? Thousand? Just 1,200. 1,200 no. singers. Mm. Christ. <laughs> um, to a full house where they are, there aren't singers sat, <laughs> let's say, because that's a lot of singers. Yeah. Um, we need to film all of that. And, you know, you'd think, okay, fine, if you film some singers, that's that's fine. There's, there's no nothing outrageously complicated about it. What yeah. is complicated is... Um, the vast size, yeah. The distances of, involved are um, very different. Uh, the Albert Hall, it's massive. Um, it's absolutely massive. Um, so we've, you know, and we also need to do it on, you know, on a budget. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shoestring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's thinner than this piece of paper down here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's taken some consideration as to what to do. And so we are keeping it as sim- really simple, you know, very, very simple where, po- where, where we can. Um, so we're hiring in some additional cameras and whatnot and got some operators coming in. Hmm. Um, you know, we're all going to have C70s across the board, which is very nice. Means are going to be, why is that important, Kay? Tell us why that's important. Apparently that's important. So Nick tells me. <laughs> For consistency, apparently. Yeah, it, make, oh, it makes well, all the difference. You can set everything to the same, um, you know, the same settings, the same profiles, same color management, and that means in post everything will simply just match. Yeah. Uh, other than exposure, right? Yeah. Um, and that is absolutely critical for it to look um, fluid um, when you when you put that edit together. Um, so I think we're going to use, you know, we're going to have three or four points um, to to film from. Um, no, so we'll have we'll have three camera positions or four camera positions. I can't remember. I should really remember. Three. Yeah. 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 So you get three main positions, um, and then because of the budget, I mean, this is this is the thing. I think with any production like this, you know, the budget ultimately determines what you can and what you can't do. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we had some ideas that would have been nice to realize, I think, but, but are just undoable. Um, I mean, in an ideal with, world, we'd, we'd want perhaps six or more, um, cameras knocking about, um, yeah. operators happening, you know, a couple of static, well, two or three static of some description, um, and some, you know, effectively some roaming, uh, cams as well, yeah. just to get proper close-ups, get a crowd in where you need to get them, uh, things like that. That would be, they're all nice to haves. Yeah, I think this, that was the thing, you know, it's the, the would be nice to have, you know, kind of thing. And then, then the reality hits when you're told that the budget is limited. So, you know, but that's okay. I mean, you know, these productions always operate within a budget, ultimately. Yeah. You know, so it's that's fine so you can you know you can really only do i mean you, you get to try and make the best out of what you've got on the day yeah and the, it's not only about the gear but you got to think you know as soon as you've got six cameras you need six operators mm-hmm. you know and then then you're talking about man hours and you're talking about you know fees and all that kind of stuff so it it really um you know the production costs then really increases yeah. very quickly yeah. so 
so in this case um we had to make the best out of a very small budget but i'm pretty sure it'll be good it's, it's fairly well thought through i think it's gonna be awesome yeah. um you know, my I, I I actually think my biggest concern is going to be the audio for it at the moment, because hmm. um, I've I've yet to receive a direct feed from a desk that I've liked. Oh yeah, for sure. No. And being an audio guy as well, it does concern me slightly. Um, we'll make the best of it. And we'll make it work for sure. Can't be too too far out, but I'd much rather have the raw multi track, so to speak, from the yeah. from the from each mic. But that's just it's not viable. Yeah. You know, if it was, it's going to cost more. We don't have that budget. No. I <laughs> so there we go. Again, yeah. We work with what we've got. Yeah. Um, and you make the best out of it. And this is where some experience comes into play. Yeah. Um, your ability to make that audio sound as good as possible yeah. from um, just a direct feed. Yeah. You know, that's, what, that's what we do. It's why you learn. What does help in this particular instance is, is really the fact that I've shot the Albert Hall. This would be the fifth or the sixth time mm-hmm. that I've shot there. So I know the place fairly well. Yeah. Um, and so I can... Do you know what's going to be nice this time? Hmm? Not having to walk up up and down the stairs. Oh, man, oh. yes. That's, that is the thing, you know, uh, for those for those of you who have never been to the Abbot Hall, or maybe if you've only been in the audience, um, there are not a lot of lifts or elevators in that place. And I think there's only one. It's like one service, one at the back. Yeah, isn't exactly. Like and that, right? um, so it's all stairs. <clears throat> because the place is relatively old. I mean, it's like 100 it's, years old. It's so. Victorian, isn't it? Yeah. I think. It's over 100 years old. So mm. it's, um, you know, it's an old place. There's lots of stairs everywhere. And, and literally, when you're shooting there, you're just running up and down these stairs like all day. Yeah. You know. And um, I remember the first time I shot at the Albert Hall, I literally couldn't feel my legs the day after. Mm. And the second time, I, went, I literally went into a training regime. So I started like, you know, running and like working out before that, which which made life easier. Um, this time I'm not running around hardly at all because I'm operating a camera. I don't plan on moving <laughs> at <laughs> okay, that's all. It. Get a little chair. That's it. <laughs> I'm bringing a comfy chair. Yeah. So, so that should be, um, that should be quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. Mm. Be good fun now. Yeah. Um, yeah, there we go. So that's, that's been one of the big things we've been planning, um, last couple of weeks, right? No. Um, what else has been going on? Didn't you do a boxing match the other day? Is that, I is did. That, is yeah. that the right phrase? Boxing match? Um, it was a fight. Um, but it was actually, well, it was, it was 40 fights. 40 fights. It was a boxing event. Uh, two rings, 20 fights per ring. <laughs> mm. 40 in yeah. one evening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, the turnover there is fast. Well, it's a long event, but it's still, mm. the thing goes. It's three rounds per fight, basically. Right. That's kind of just how that works. Right. Um, but yeah, it was a huge, huge audience. Um, it's probably about, I guess, probably about two thousand people in the audience, maybe something like that. Mm, Roughly, good. yeah, it was really good. Um, there was the applause was roaring, mm. you know, especially, you know, especially after a while when everybody gets, you know, slightly drunk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> slightly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, slightly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> How many times do you think you caught COVID that night? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, to be honest, I mean, actually, it was a big venue, so I was fairly far away from the audience, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Oh, good. Um, That's good at any time. You <laughs> just have to, I mean, you have to be, I think what happens occasionally is that you get, you know, you might get some blood on you or something like that. Nice. Um, yeah, especially with boxing. Not so much with the cage fights. So I've shot some cage fights 
uh, in the past as well. It's a little bit different because I'm on a ladder <clears throat> and I'm literally on the top of the, the cage shooting in. So, um, you know, you don't really get into contact. On a boxing, with a boxing, like with a fight, basically with a boxing fight, you, you're, I'm on top of the ring. So I'm right, I'm right by the ropes. Mm. And so I have maybe, you know, what is that, like 20 inches or something that I can stand on. Um, by the side of the ring. And so when, you know, and the fighters move pretty much, it's not really very predictable. No. And so when all of a sudden they no. turn, they come your way and they then end up in the ropes and the ropes are sort of elastic. You know what I mean? So then, you know, everything bends out. So very occasionally you're literally hanging on with one hand, holding the camera with the other, and you're literally halfway over the abyss, um, which is always fun. You sort of get used to, um, you get used to getting out of the way. The only thing yeah. is if, you know, if you're, um, if you're shooting relatively wide, um, let's say, you know, you're looking through like a 2470 or something like that. Um, then of course you see, you see them coming at you, but they appear to be further away than they actually are <laughs> because yeah. you're on a red, you know, you're yeah. on a wide angle. So what happens is, you know, what can happen is that, um, you know, you think they're still, a meter or so away from you, but literally they're like an inch in front of your camera, you know, so that can get a little bit hairy. So part, I mean, part of your job in that instance is to really just stay out of the way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but, but that was one of those, um, events that was actually relatively well lit. Nice change. So I had um, a couple that I've heard about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, the last one before that was, was terrible. That was really, um, yeah, that was a nightmare. Is that one of those that's perhaps worth um, shooting with the uh, the LCD screen rather than through the viewfinder? Um, Just for safety. <laughs> yeah, for safety, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I quite like looking through the viewfinder because yeah, sure. um, I can, yeah, it's just, I can. I feel like I'm more into, into it. Hmm. Um, I, do, I do find when I'm... Like video is one thing. I mean, you only use hmm. the LCD screen, right? It's all, all you can use. But when I take photos, I do find my framing is different when I look through the viewfinder versus on the LCD. I yeah, don't okay. frame it in the same way. Yeah. It's just, it's always just a little bit different. Yeah. Not by a lot, but it is different. Um, I'm, I'm not entirely sure why that is. I quite like having... Like, you know, having gotten rid of all the distractions when you look through the viewfinder mm -hmm. and literally you're just looking through this black hole. Yeah. You know, and all you can see is the frame. Um, there's no, there are no distractions there. Um, it's, of course, I mean, depending on, you know, how, like, depending on where you position the camera, if it's close to the ground, then it's pretty much impossible unless you're literally lying on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it becomes, you know, impractical. To use the viewfinder, of course, mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure there's there's many applications. In fact, I mean, one of the things I can imagine like um, using the viewfinder for is when I shoot headshots, for example, and uh, not the viewfinder, the, the LCD screen. And that's just because it allows you to actually, you know, to, you can carry on communicating with the subject mm -hmm. um, without the camera blocking, yep, you know, you from like getting in the way, yeah. Um, that's you know that in that respect that's useful um so you know if our camera had a better eye detection 
uh, eye detection system that would be would be useful maybe one day oh it's a funny thing man funny thing i read so get this right so the most but get this the most popular uh camera for north korea's propaganda photographers oh, do tell me it's a 750 yeah it's excellent <laughs> it is predominantly nikon cameras and um the most popular amongst amongst us the d750 why hilarious um well where did you get that stat from because there was some uh, some company that analyzed the um the exif data in a <laughs> so lot of funny it. yeah um it, it, <laughs> i mean it's you know it may be because they only have access to slightly older camera bodies or something this could be yeah you know um but really you know the d750 it's it, it's a real workhorse camera you know um for portrait and, and studio photographers really mm. um and of course i mean it's it's yeah it's aging now a little bit it's like seven years old or something but um, but nevertheless, it's like a bulletproof, you know, workhorse camera. So when are you, um, when are you starting your propaganda? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Maybe. Have you already started? Everything's, everything I shoot from now on will have like a slight red tinge. Is that what, <laughs> is that what the uh, camera shake communities are going to be all about? <laughs> yeah. It's all going to be like <laughs> propaganda. <laughs> oh no. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to shoot that thing. Probably. I'm going to shoot that thing until it either falls apart or Nikon bring out the Z8. That is. Do it. <laughs> That's it. Have some fun for a change. <laughs> but that's the point. I, I actually, I, I'm really, in, I really enjoy shooting with that thing. That's, that is the thing. Yeah. yeah. But you'll enjoy something else more. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. But I I, you might not. You might hate it. Yeah, I quite, I, you know, this is the thing for me. I, I really do enjoy shooting with that. Just in the same way, well, it's in a different way, of course, but, um, you know, similarly, I, I really enjoy shooting with, you know, the Fuji X-Series cameras. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, they're really fun to shoot with, you know, and that's in a different way because, of course, there's a different haptic and everything's yeah. more kind of mechanical on there. Um, that is just when you're out and about, you know, like, let's say when, you know, we go, we do some street photography or something like that, that is just more fun than than having a mirrorless or DSLR where everything goes automatic. Do you know what I mean? It's like just because yeah. you turn the wheels and stuff. It's just you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's just a different sort of thing. Which, by the way, is something we should we should do very soon. Hundred mm. percent. Yeah, definitely. The weather today was an awesome day, so that's definitely something that weather-wise. Well, let's hope that continues. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So I came across that little gold nugget of information. <laughs> um, I'm going to come up with some kind of name for you now. <laughs> What's his face? The North Korean Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un. Mm. That's it. Kimmy. Maybe we can cut your hair like his. Oh my god, that's one shitty haircut, dude. He wears denim, as uh, you know. Does he? Yeah, double denim all the time. Ooh, I like him. <laughs> <laughs> denim and leather. Looks good <laughs> together. God. <laughs> what a song. What a song. Uh, uh, go Saxon. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. Most likely, because I don't think I've ever heard that track on the radio. There you mm. go. Gotcha. <laughs> anyway, what else is happening? Um, there's, there's actually just been a, well, there's, there's been a bunch of interesting... Um, Bits of news. In fact, I tell you what, if we, if we stay with the social media um, topic for a minute, because there's been tons of changes on Instagram um, over the last 
sort of six months or something. You know, first of all, Instagram is sort of moving away from being a photography based or photo based mm-hmm. app, um, and it's uh, going more into the the video and shopping type direction. Shopping. Yeah, that's actually not that's not uninteresting. So, but if we stick with the video part for a minute, so if you remember. Um, most platforms like Instagram and Facebook have been saying this for a good number of years is that video is, you know, where everything's moving towards and, you know, that's what they're pushing. And so that's why they're, you know, Instagram are pushing, you know, they've come up with reels and stories and all that kind of, all the rest of it. And IGTV, which by the way, is now shutting down. Well, the, the standalone app is shutting down. It's, it's you're still going to have IGTV on. I didn't know there was a standalone app. Yeah. <laughs> video clips. So, um, that was if originally, it really? yeah, it was originally, it was Instagram's um, sort of answer or alternative to YouTube, but I didn't really catch on at all. No. Um, but nevertheless, uh, video has become majorly important um, on Instagram and, you know, with reels and everything else. Um, and they're also going to tie that up with, with shopping on Instagram. And so what's, what they're rolling out over the next few months is, um, that you can now not only tag other accounts or something, but you can, you, or, or people, even you can now tag products. So you, you'd be able to tag products on Instagram, which will then essentially, you know, take you to a particular shopping page where you can then buy said product. So you can see how this all now starts to link together. Price is taking them this long. Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's bad news for, um, Hmm. you know, for photographers, obviously, because it's, you know, it's, um, it's not the image only type of app that it, that it used to be. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. So if you're using Instagram solely um, to promote your photography, for example, on, on social media, right, which up to fairly recently, that seemed to make sense. You know, because all the other stuff, like 500 pics and all that kind of stuff, and that's all well, that's history. That's in the same grave with, like, all sorts of other ancient social media platforms. Mm. You know, um, but but if if really, you know, if Instagram has been the only thing that you've been focusing on, then now is probably the time to diversify. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. always been true, and it just becomes very apparent now. You know, I think if you're promoting your photography, whether that's your photography in in the sense of like, you know, you're promoting your business or whether it's just a fun, you know, hobby, you know, whatever, you know, if you're putting all your eggs into one basket, that's never a good idea. And it has never been a good idea, by the way. No, and never will be. No, it's never just, will you know, um, it's the nature of, well, business right yeah. is you got to just move with the times you, it's don't like it you don't have to like it or dislike it it's yeah. just you just need to accept that that is the way it's going it's, it's, and yeah. either you move with it yeah. or you get left behind or you diversify so that you know if if one of your social media outlets takes a hit or changes, or the algorithm changes, or whatever, or it gets shut down by the Russian government, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? Because you don't know. I mean, you know, um, you know, which, like, even if you're, I mean, just imagine this, right? Imagine you're you live in Russia and you you're a creator and you're happily going about your business, and all of a sudden, you know, um, your government 
comes along and shuts the platform down. I mean, if, if you've got everything, if you've got all your eggs in that one basket and that gets shut down, you're screwed. Yeah. You know, so not that I'm saying that that would happen <laughs> typically, but you, know, you never know. But, um, but what I'm saying is it's a good idea to have, you know, to use social, a variety of social media platforms because it'll just allow you to diversify. So if you haven't done it yet, I mean, this, is, this would be the time, you know, I think. Um, that is if you, if you feel like you don't want to, sort of, um, you know, adjust your content, mm -hmm. which is the other thing, I think that's important. Um, you know, you want to make use of new, of new features on those platforms, because, you know, we all know that as soon as a new feature comes out, that particular feature will be heavily, um, you know, pushed by the platform. Mm -hmm. Because whatever platform it is, whether it's Facebook or whether it's TikTok or whatever, um, or Instagram, when as soon as there's a new feature, of course, they want you to use it and they want um, for people to see other people using it. So they're going to be pushing that particular feature. So it's always a good idea to jump on board early with these things, you know. Um, so the next time there's another stories thing or a reels thing or whatever it may be, it's um, it's well worth just getting in with that early and then, you know, trying it out. And if it, you know, if it fits, if it fits uh, with what you're doing, then awesome. Be interesting to see where the shopping side of things goes. Um, I, I can imagine like how, that would how work. How well it catches on, you know. Yeah, I can imagine that would work though. Mm, yeah, I can. You know. I can. Um, Instagram works really well, I think, for, it's, it's a, as a platform, I think it'll work really well for like, you know, um, almost like, you know, product placement, um, it's also, I don't know what the monetization part of that is. So if you, you know, cause that's, that's one thing that Instagram potentially hasn't been particularly good at, um, in comparison to maybe YouTube or something. And of course we, you know, we can argue about how fair YouTube's monetization policy is and all that kind of stuff. But so what, yeah, what is the incentive for someone to tag a product in there? Yeah. That's what I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that, but I'm pretty sure all of that's going to develop along with um, along with those features being rolled out. Um, you know, this, this particular tech products features on Instagram is going to be rolled out in the US for starters over mm -hmm. the next few months, and then it's. I think it's pretty pretty certain that that's going to roll out worldwide uh, in the not too distant future, probably within the next year or something. Um, and you know, because what that means, if you think about it, right? Until now, you had to basically pay for adverts on Instagram. But now, every post can be an ad. Mm. If you think about it, that in itself it could be extremely powerful. Mm. How how do you mean that's going to be? Every post could be an ad. Well, every what post. Do you mean by that? Well, every post can now be an ad. I mean, every, you can you can. Put up a post and then tag a particular product oh, in it, and oh, now right, it's oh, right, no, it's right, 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 because yeah. it'll take you um, directly from that post to, you know, wherever gotcha. you can buy that whatever said product. So I wonder, so, what, what, I wonder what companies are going to start paying people. What well, does the thing do that? You know? So I, I think if you you know if you run an account with um, you know a large uh, follower, you know followership, whatever you call it, you know with a lot of followers, then. Then I can, you know, there, I'm sure there'll be opportunities there. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, companies already obviously pay pay people to put their products in their photos, their absolutely. reels, and whatnot. And if you're watching the number of 
followers. Yeah, and if you want to place your product on the Camera Tech Podcast, please let us know. <laughs> we we'll, can't, we we'll, can't pay you. We'll promote anything. Beer, <laughs> you know, anything, anything at all. Um, no, so, you know, that's just an interesting thing. Um, I think, yeah, so I think Instagram as a platform is going to be changing and some people are going to be jumping ship and and others won't. So, you know, yeah, it's yeah. one of these things. I mean, TikTok is another thing, you know. For us, that's relatively new. Um, so that's something we're diving into because um, everybody says we should. <laughs> but it's also fun, you know. I've never had the app installed. <laughs> Not once. Yeah, I mean, I've had the app installed for, for some time, but um, I can see, you know... Like, think, but, like my wife and my kids are completely hooked mm. so you know i had to join the revolution at some point how's the uh other social media app that you wouldn't shut up about for the longest time going oh clubhouse clubhouse um i haven't heard anything about it from <clears throat> anyone for months yeah i mean i think the reality is clubhouse is actually going strong i mean it's just you know it's there's a lot of happening on it but um, it's true to say that uh, Clubhouse came along at exactly the right time yeah. when everything, when the world shut down and everybody's sitting around at home mm -hmm. and, you know, it was more difficult to talk to other people. And now you had an opportunity to, to literally talk, actually talk to people who have the same interests. Mm -hmm. um, and that's so much more powerful. Interestingly, it turned out to be so much more powerful than just writing posts or, or, or posting photos or videos or whatever, because because you can actually, like almost like communicate from the heart with somebody directly, you know, or with a whole group of people um, directly live online. And that's that had a really, that was really powerful at the time. Mm. Um, and, you know, I mean, I've said this before, you know, when Clubhouse first came out, I originally, I kind of thought, what an audio, audio only platform where you can't post, you can't message, you can't put like, images up. I mean, how is this even going to work? Like it's, this, it's hard to see sometimes. It's, isn't it? it seemed like a completely alien concept, but when it almost felt like it was a backward step. Yeah, didn't completely. It? That's, absolutely. The, that's kind of this, your initial reaction. I oh, think. totally. Um, yeah. I kind of thought, I sort of immediately thought like, oh, well, it's a, you know, a quaint idea, but it's not going to work really. Um, you know, little did I know. And I, you know, I freely confess to to be to have been wrong on that. Um, but you know, when in that particular situation, because well, no, you were a bit of a clubhouse whore for a while, weren't you? Wait, I oh, should probably rephrase that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, you know, like I said, you know, it came at exactly the right time, um, and it's it's also you know, is there, it actually turns out to be a really powerful app. And um, there are definitely some really positive aspects to that. Like, just to give you a good example, like purely as a, as a photographer, I mean, I, you know, I joined lots of um, photography groups on there and different photography rooms and stuff. And I've gotten to know quite a few people um, through Clubhouse because it's so easy to connect because you, you, you have a conversation with somebody. It's much yeah, easier to connect yeah. Then, um, then like, you know, recording a post or like writing a post and then, then responding to something that somebody else writes at a different point in time. And, you know, you're, you're literally, you're taking a conversation, you're pulling it apart. So now that, that conversation that, that could otherwise have lasted 
10 seconds now takes three days mm. on Facebook mm -hmm. or Instagram or whatever. But in Clubhouse, it's instant, you know, it's just because you're literally having a conversation with somebody. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and of course, it also it's sort of linked into Instagram in a sense that initially there was no way uh, of of direct messaging anybody on on Clubhouse, so you had to use Instagram. And so in your profile, you would basically put your Instagram handle, and so or your Instagram account, and so people would then on the back of the conversations that took place um, on uh, on Clubhouse, they would then message each other and follow each other on Instagram. So it had this added effect that it would actually increase your your followers on Instagram as, as you were getting involved in Clubhouse. And what I found, I mean, actually, you know, uh, with... with it's, uh, it's funny because I suspect the real reason for them doing that was that they couldn't keep messages secure properly for, for whatever reason. And that actually by sending them outside to an already secure... Um, I think the Instagram thing, app. I think, is something that actually that just happened really organically at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it got to the point where um, they basically said like, well... You know, in order in order for you to like verify your Clubhouse account, you have to have an Instagram um, link on there mm -hmm. because it just means that you're an actual real person rather than a bot or something, or whatever. But but of course, you know, the, so like I said, you know, it came at the right time when everybody had a lot of time at their hands um, on their hands, and, and you know, um, people working from home or were not working or whatever, um, and then when things start to normalize again, then of course your opportunity is not really there anymore. Now, you know, if you, if you go back to the office, you know, then of course now you can't listen to Clubhouse all day long. Mm -hmm. um, and then when you come home in the evening, then you've got, you know, kids and family, whatever. So you, again, you can't really listen to Clubhouse very much. So it dr dramatically reduces, that's the downside of it. As much as it is, as, as it is, its strength, it's also its weakness. It's the fact that things happen live in real time. Yeah. And if, you know, if you're at work at 10 o'clock in the morning when there's a really interesting group chat going on, then unfortunately you can't take mm -hmm. part because you're actually at work, right? Um, at least you shouldn't. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, um, you know, what, what is very useful is, i give you an example. Let's say, for instance, when I'm, let's say I'm editing late at night. So I had, you know, over the last few weeks, I had a number of, uh, of of jobs that I had to complete, and there was a lot of editing involved. That I spent hours and hours late at night editing, you know, until midnight or whatever. And um, you can, you know, normally what I do is I listen to a podcast or something or whatever. And you know, Clubhouse is, is like listening to a live podcast where you can interact mm -hmm. if you want. We don't have to. You can just listen. Um, it's unpredictable. You know, it's interesting or not. Um, some of these rooms in, um, in Clubhouse, for instance, are like, for example, there's a room, um, a photography type room, you know, people meet, they're all editing at the same time and everybody's in the same boat. And it's just like a group of people having a chat whilst they're, you know, doing the edits and you talk about photography or editing or not, you know, but everybody's kind of doing the same thing. And of course, you know, you sit, I'm sitting in the UK and it's, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Oh, in the evening even. And then somebody else is editing and it's like afternoon for them and somebody else is somewhere else in the world. It's kind of, it's interesting, you know. Um, so there's still a place for Clubhouse. Um, but it, yeah, it's absolutely true to say that I'm not, um, I'm not listening to it. Or I'm not getting involved in it as, as much as I did in the beginning. Um, they're also, from a marketing point of view, Clubhouse can be extremely powerful. 
because you got to remember that um, the voice has a power of persuasion. And Clubhouse is really perfectly placed for that. So from a marketing, from a brand building um, point of view, um, it can't, depending on what it is that you do, but it can be extremely powerful, mm. a really powerful tool. Um, but, you know, it's, again, it's one of these things in the whole, what's typically known as a marketing mix. So you have different platforms, they serve different purposes. You're on there for different reasons. If you did the same thing on every platform, there'd be no point in you right. being on different platforms. Right. You know, if you did the same, like, I mean, Instagram and Facebook famously are, you know, some standard examples. If you're posting the same content on Instagram that you post on Facebook, what's the point? You know, intuitively, people often think, especially in the beginning, I kind of think, like, well, but there's the Instagram audience and there's the Facebook audience. And so I can reach more people with the same post if I post the same thing. The truth of it is, it's like if you're selling oranges and the people on Instagram are people that buy apples or like apples, and the people on Facebook are the people that like oranges, if you're trying to sell oranges to the apple people, they're not going to buy them. So, you can't sell the same thing on both platforms. You know, if you want to... It's like Facebook are Windows people and Instagram are Mac people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So lesson learned, hmm. don't go on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, well... Except the community. Yeah, except for our community, <laughs> that's it. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's the thing. So, so you, get to, you get to really adapt your, your content depending on what, what platform you're on um, anyway. And I think... There's one very fundamental truth in this whole thing. And that is if, you know, no matter whether you think that commercially it might be a good idea for you to be on a particular platform, but if that platform just doesn't gel with you and mm -hmm. you can't really get into it, then you probably shouldn't be on it. Mm. You know, I think if you are present on a particular platform, then you need to really, you know, put a lot of input into it. Um, otherwise, uh, if it's like a half-hearted effort, um, people see through that really quickly, and uh, and you're literally going to get punished with, you know, with um, low attention basically, mm. yeah. and uh, and then that's not going to do you any good, you know, yeah. as far as the algorithms are concerned and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, so if you're for instance, you know, good example is LinkedIn. I mean, LinkedIn is a really good example for me because I, I just I loathe that platform. I think it's poorly designed. It looks ter it looks terrible. Yes, it does. Um, you know, from a visual perspective, uh, it really is a terrible, terrible platform. And there are lots of reasons why, especially as far as corporate clients is concerned, why I should really be present on LinkedIn a lot more than I am. Um, but it's I, that platform just does not gel with me at all. And so no. I don't really, you know, I don't put a lot of energy into it. And that's, you know, and that's fine. That's fine. You don't have to be on every platform that's out there. I'm quite looking forward to the day when social media is finally gone. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's not a thing anymore. And something else, I don't know, actually having to meet people. is Maybe all social media will just get banned. I wonder what the underground social media will be like. Can you imagine the dark web social? <laughs> the dark web social. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the DWSs. 
it's only a matter of time, you know, could be 10 years, could be 50 years, but it'll all get stopped somehow. I don't know, it's just going to morph into something else. It's just going to, you know, that's, this is the thing. I mean, in reality, you know, in reality, what happens is... Like, I think people will finally have enough of it. Well, and I just can't remember what it was called. What was the, the first of social media platform before Facebook? What, MySpace? MySpace, that's it, MySpace, yeah. Is that technically social media? I guess it was. It was, absolutely, yeah. It was absolutely social media. Yeah, yeah. It was shit, wasn't it? Oh, man, it was terrible, absolutely. But at the time, because it was the only thing yeah, of this kind, of and there was no, wasn't anything else around. And I actually can't remember whether Twitter or Facebook came first. Uh, to me, in my head, it's sort of happened around about the same time. But, mm. but I remember, like, MySpace, um, I just got into MySpace. I think I set up a MySpace um, page or something and and then facebook came out in 2008 roughly it sort of came out over here where it's be- like is that was it yeah it became it became sort of you know a thing um and so most people that i know joined yeah. probably in 2008 2009 but if you think about it you know and then facebook was the thing it was literally the thing for quite a quite a few years until the next thing came out and there was you know that was instagram i guess you know, at a time. Um, and so up until that point, everybody was on Facebook, you know, and then, and then even my mom, I think when it got to the point where even my mom was on Facebook, that, that's when even I realized that, nah, okay, so maybe there's time for another thing. Because, you know, you know what happens, all the, the kids, kids, does she call it the Facebooks? No, I mean, you know, if there was, there was a time, I, you know, it's this thing like, you know, all the kids, like all the kids, you know, uh, had to like a particular platform because it's it's theirs. As soon as the you know, as soon as their parents start to join that platform, you know, they're going to turn around and go like, well, but now it's not ours anymore. Now it's the old kids that you know come, and so they move on to the next thing. And so it went from one to I don't know what from from Facebook to Instagram, from Instagram to Snapchat, from Snapchat to TikTok or whatever. You know, your parents on Facebook, they get to catch their kids out doing things they shouldn't be doing <laughs> yeah and it's happened to all of us yeah i've caught i've caught my stepdaughter doing things she shouldn't be doing mm. you know fun times <laughs> yeah. that's right kids mainly stay off facebook mainly posting drunk p- uh, pictures of her in like yeah. s- some london tube station mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what can you do we've all done it I guess. That's enough for social media. I can't talk about social media anymore. <laughs> it's just painful. <laughs> painful. If I could get rid of every account and it'd be viable, I would. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, this is, uh, but that's the magic word, viable. Yeah, okay, exactly. It's, it's yeah. not at the minute. That's the thing. And I think, you know, as a, I think as a creative, but, you know. You have to have it. Certainly as a photographer, um, there isn't, it's going to be very difficult to get around that because uh, because uh, these platforms are image based and image is what we do. So hundred yeah, percent, you know, yeah. Of course, it's so it'll yeah. be it'll be a you know it'd be virtually impossible to mm-hmm. to kind of avoid that. And plus, of course, it all has an impact on your Google ranking and blah 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 and all that kind of stuff on the Google because the Google machine takes all these things into consideration these days. Mm-hmm. So you know, so you're you know. Like your finest website will be underperforming unless it's connected to some social media accounts, mm. because that's where you do your reputation building and all that kind of stuff. Usually happens, you know, with Facebook reviews and blah blah and all the rest of it. Um, so, you know, and if if people, 
stop following you, for example, on on a, on one platform, the Google will know about it, <laughs> and that will basically then you know just just mean that from from the Google algorithms perspective, that particular website will now be less desirable. So therefore, it won't show it to as many people, or it will it won't rank it as high in searches and stuff. So that's you know that's the thing. So unfortunately, now we live in a world where all of that's all of that's interwebbed. It's great. That's what everyone should be. <laughs> off grid. In, in a van. Yeah. <laughs> Although Dave's not exactly off grid. I mean, he's like super More connected. connected than ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. Mm. Speaking of which, Dave, Dave, uh, sorry, I, Dave, I, Dave Williams has um, set himself up a podcast as well, hasn't he? Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, here's a plug. The Epic Photography Podcast. Yeah. Sorry. Can you say it correctly? Epic Photography Podcast. Epic. Oh, it's Epic Photography Podcast. Yes. Um, very well worth listening to. Um, Where'd you get the idea for doing a, a podcast, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're here to inspire, man. That's cool. And Peter. Hey. <laughs> Always here to inspire. Anyway, so yeah, go and check that out. It should be super interesting. Um, there's uh, a number of... Uh, it's actually... The way um, that podcast works is really quite interesting. There's a number of different hosts um presenting very interesting yeah presenting different um um uh, different episodes is it 10 the is it, i think it's, it's, it's something around that yeah ten seven ish. to ten yeah. yeah anyway so it should you know it should be interesting so you have a different host i believe it's a different host or maybe it's a pair of hosts presenting each um episode but um but the hosts are on rotation so that um you get different viewpoints and different angles yeah. um in you know from episode to episode which could be really yeah, really interesting. So I'm I'm certainly looking forward to listening to that. I was listening to tons of podcasts anyway. Yeah. So now that we've been talking about social media for most of this episode, we're going to do the antisocial thing and bring this one to a close because we have, in fact, come to the end of episode 99 of the Camera Shake Podcast. Uh, same number of red balloons, apparently. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should have had 99 red balloons. Oh, uh, no. Ah. Fail. Fail. I'll put them in. Fail. Should have thought about that. Damn it. Anyway, so remember... If you are listening to the audio version of this podcast, or in fact, if you're watching this on YouTube, you know, make sure you head over to the Facebook and join the uh, Camera Shake community. That'd be super awesome. We'd love to see you there. Leave us a message um, and, you know, get in touch. Subscribe, do all the stuff that people tell you to do on social media. Head to the Facebook community as well that we've got. And also the uh, the Tic Tac. <laughs> the Tic Tac, yeah. yeah. The Tic Tac, how can I forget? Yeah. If, yeah. you, if you don't know where that is, you can search the Google machine. <laughs> exactly. Search the Google machine for the Tic Tac. Anyway, see on you next the, week. Th that's on the interwebs. <laughs> on the interwebs. See you next week, guys.